Welcome to the 85 plus 15 podcast. I'm David. I'm your host. And guys, I got something really special that's going to boost your spirit today. Thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me. And this is a motivational, inspirational, personal development podcast. Now, my name is David Stout. I own a company called Stout Motivation. And the reason I'm doing this podcast, 85 plus 15, is because I want you to give 100% effort in every area of your life. I want you to reach your fullest potential. And I'm going to do everything in my power to help you reach your desired goals, okay? I cannot thank you enough for listening. You could be anywhere in the world right now. You might be driving. You might be on a treadmill. You could be listening to anyone right now, and you're listening to me. Stout Motivation, 85 plus 15 podcast, and it really says a lot about you, who you are as a person. Look, I'm your biggest fan because when I was a kid, my mom always told me, David, you have to protect what your eyes see, and you got to protect what your ears hear, and I never knew what she meant until today. And you got to put good content in your mind. That's what she was saying. And that's what you're doing. You're putting positive, motivational, inspirational content into your ears. And guys, I cannot thank you enough for doing this. If there's anything I can ever do to help you, I will. You can call my company at 817-401-0572. Or you can email us. The email address is david at stoutmotivation.com. Now, I'm not going to ask you for your credit card number today. I'm not going to do it. All I ask of you is this. If you get any value out of today's podcast, please share it with one friend, with one family member. Just bring me one person. Just tell someone about David Stout and Stout Motivation because I am growing my company organically. Okay, I can help you in every facet of your life, physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, spiritually. I'm going to help you go 85 plus 15 and get 100% of your results. If you're lonely, I can help you. If you're depressed, I can help you. If you're anxious or have anxiety, I can help you. If you're suicidal, I, I know I can help you. If you're overweight, I can help you. If you're far away from God, I can help you. If your marriage is crumbling to the ground, if your husband beats you, if you have, if you have intimacy problems, I'm here to help you. Okay? Now, Today's topic on this podcast is really something special, and it's how to listen so that people will talk to you. And listening is such a tough, tough skill because it, you know they don't teach it in schools. You know, no one ever taught me how to listen. And you need to be a good listener so you can build strong communication and deeper connections with others. And you know, my wife tells me all the time, David, you have selective hearing. And I always kind of laugh, and she says, "Well, you just you hear what you want to hear." And you know, I think that, you know, in a lot of these podcast episodes, you know, I've shared a lot about me, you know, something's probably come up in your mind that reminded you of a conversation that you had where you blew it in the listening department, okay? Maybe you realized you didn't really listen to your coworker or your neighbor the other day when you, when you when they opened up about a problem they're facing, or maybe you were spacing out while your friend was telling you about a new dream that person has, or maybe your kids were talking to you and you were just scanning your Instagram post and, you know, so let's talk about you. How are you doing in the listening department? How would others rate you as a listener? On a scale from one to 10, how would others rate you as a listener? Would you dare to ask those closest to you how they think you listen? It's scary, huh? I know. I know. To invite that kind of feedback, it's scary. Walk up to someone you love and ask them, hey, am I a good listener? And ask for honest feedback. But can you imagine how much you might grow if you were willing to take that risk? 
You know, how would your spouse, your friend, your boss, your coworker react if you asked that question? It's powerful stuff, right? Maybe you're like a lady I met a few years ago who said to me, I can't help it. I'm only a good listener for about 15 seconds. Really? (laughs) Really? That's just an excuse for not wanting to put in the effort. Reflect for a moment or two moments and ask yourself honestly, do my loved ones feel safe enough to express their hearts or are they afraid I'll just dive in with unwanted and unsolicited advice? You know, when I'm with a friend at lunch, do I text or check my social media while that other person's talking? You know, ask yourself this, how would my coworkers rate me as a listener? And I'm not trying to lay a guilt trip on you here. I'm just trying to encourage you to examine to examine your listening skills and are you willing to grow as a listener? Because here's the deal, guys. People feel more loved and valued if we are actively and attentively listening to them. So why don't we take listening more seriously? We may know that listening is important, but without even being aware You know, we interrupt a lot. I know I do. We dive in with our own stories. We give unwanted advice, or sometimes we just simply space out. You know, there there are times I'm with my wife and my daughter, and I'll I'll swing my daughter on the swing set of the park because she loves that. And sometimes I just simply space out. And it makes sense because we've got stimulation bombarding us all day long. We got Facebook ads and Instagram ads and YouTube and HBO and I think today we're more distracted than ever before, and it's almost become the norm. I mean, it's normal. And as a result, we're losing our ability to be fully present and attentive to others because we've brought into the myth of multitasking. And it's hard to listen when you know you have one minute to send an email before you leave or dinner needs to be ready in five minutes. And I know because I'm guilty too. You know, I'm, I'm rushing and I, I can't listen to my wife and she's talking to me, but I got 10 other things going on and I'm working on stop motivation and I want people to go 85 plus 15 and give 100% effort. And, you know, my wife and I have a daughter and, you know, when I'm raising my daughter, you know, I really pride myself on the fact that you know, I could cook dinner, I could help with her homework, I could talk on the phone all at the same time, right? I could listen to music, I, I could do four things at once, right? And now I realize that, you know, that's not something to be proud of. You know, looking back, I, I almost did a disservice to my daughter and to whoever I was talking to on the phone and dinner as well. <laughs> you know, let's just fit, let's just say I had a few burned failures because, you know, literally just tonight I was cooking dinner and I was talking to my wife at the same time and my energy was going to the cooking the dinner and my energy was going to our conversation and I was kind of half half listening to my wife and half paying attention to the food. And, you know, my theory is that often we're not aware of our own shortcomings and weaknesses, but our relationships are important to us. And that's why I want you to dare, I dare you to ask honestly, do you think I'm a good listener? You know, do you think I listen well? And I think that you'll need a plan. And when I realized that I needed a growth plan for listening, I turned to the Bible. I, I did. I love reading the Bible. I read the Bible every day, one page per day. And I learned that there are at least at least 70 verses in the Bible that use the word listen or talk about listening in some form. And I, I thought, wow, I mean, 70 verses in the Bible that have the word listen or talk about listening in some form. And I said, apparently God wants us to hear him on this topic. And you know, it's... Uh, you know, a lot of these, there was um, one in Proverbs, Proverbs one, chapter, chapter one, verse five, it says, let the wise listen and add to their learning. And, 
I've always wanted to be a wise man who listened and invested and, and invested in relationships and you know I, I think that you need a plan. You need to learn how to become a better listener. And you won't become an effective listener without you know your your strong intentions because listening just doesn't come naturally. As humans, we're self-focused, right? Because when someone's talking to me, I'm always thinking, what am I gonna say next? Okay. But it is possible to change. You can get better at listening. It will take practice and patience, but it's worth the effort because how you listen not only deepens your relationships, it's it's also important to your success. You, you know, we're not meant to live our lives alone. We need to listen to each other. You know, this is why we naturally crave love and attention from others. And I, I think that not only does this meet the need for love and attention in a person talking, but it needs our need to feel loved and connected as well. When you listen to someone, you feel connected. An American poet and writer, Maya Angelou, said, the most called upon prerequisite of a friend is an accessible ear. So do you want to cultivate deep friendships? Then you le- you need to learn to listen well. And I guarantee you'll feel happier, you'll feel more connected and more valuable. And, and more importantly, this is where 85 plus 15 comes in, you will get 100% of what you want if you just put a little more effort into your listening. So the bottom line is that people are drawn to those who will listen to them. And that's so important. Let me say it again. The bottom line is that people are drawn to those who will listen to them. Okay, you need to learn to listen so that it will deepen your relationships. It, it establishes your credibility and it'll give you a reputation of being wise Wow, what a win. You're going to have the reputation of being the wisest person in the room just because you're a good listener. Have you ever seen a bunch of people walk into a boardroom for a meeting? And guess what? The leader is the one who talks last. He talks last because he's listening to his entire team first, okay? I mean, I cannot say this enough. You need to consider carefully how you listen, okay? And I think that if you just pause and think for a moment, do you provide a safe listening ear for people? Okay, it's such a vital question, okay? Because some people are too afraid to come to you and tell you things that you need to hear. You know, our family, our friends, our neighbors, even strangers, they all need to feel valued and heard. And honestly, I haven't always done well at this but I've been asking God to change me because I'm convinced that people feel lonely when no one listens to them. You know, I have this neighbor, he's an older guy named Chuck, and I mistakenly thought that Chuck didn't like me. And I would wave at him and I would say, hi, Chuck. And I'd, you know, he wouldn't respond to me, right? (laughs) I mistakenly thought for a while, hey, maybe Chuck, maybe he doesn't speak English. He won't even say hi to me. And one evening I went out to take a walk with my daughter in the stroller And, (laughs) you know, I I waved and I I told my daughter, I said, hey, wave at Chuck. And, you know, we walked like two miles around the around the block. Right. And Chuck had been in the military and he suffered from PTSD, uh, post-traumatic stress syndrome. And Chuck, you know, he had this twitch and he he would kind of get a jolt. And I, I told him, thank you so much for serving in the military. And he shook my hand and you know, I, I told him I really enjoy being your neighbor, and we had this awesome talk. And Chuck just he felt so valued because I truly listened to him. He told me how he used to build homes and he worked in construction, and he he lent me his lawnmower so I could mow the lawn. And 
you, you know, he said, I just love little kids. They can do no wrong in my heart. Your daughter's so precious. And, you know, I think that growth involves you. In order to grow, you need to be intentional about it and keep a listening journal or a diary as you progress. I think it helps you. And you might consider some of the following questions. These I ask myself these questions all the time. And I always think, what patterns do I observe in my own heart that might get in the way of me being an effective listener? Because th- there are things getting in your way of being an effective listener. Maybe it's fear. Maybe you're just too scared to talk to somebody. And I'll ask myself, what questions did I ask that helped me to understand someone better? Because you need to understand people better. And here's another question I ask myself. What do I need to do differently next time to help me understand more? Or how about this question? Ask yourself this. What action do I need to take to follow up on a conversation from this week? And I'm guessing that, just like me, you value your relationships. So as you honestly examine your abilities as a listener and cooperate you know, with your inner spirit, okay, I, I think that your listening skills will get better. Your relationships will improve, but you got to be willing to do so. So think about a relationship that's really important to you that you'd like to see improve. It could be with your husband, your parents, your children, or a close friend. Consider for a moment how much you value that connection, okay? So in your journal or your diary or just grab a legal pad, you know, Bill Gates, he has yellow legal pads everywhere, all over his house because he likes to write stuff down. So in your legal pad, I want you to write down why that relationship is so important to you. So keep that person in your mind as you move through your life, okay? And whenever you feel like uh, listening is too challenging or you feel discouraged and you're ready to give up on that person, ask yourself how important that bond is to you and how much listening will add value to his or her life and your own life. And the bottom is, is this, look, you know, if you value your relationships, you'll be willing to work at listening so that others around you will feel heard. So are you ready to get started? Are you ready to really be a good listener and raise your self-awareness and, you know, ask great questions and offer empathy? And, you know, I I want you to be available and listening is just like a muscle. You know, guys, the the more we develop and train, the more we give 85 plus 15 and go 100% effort, the stronger our listening skills will become and the more effective we'll become as listeners. So I encourage you to open your mind up and really share some of your thoughts um, with people close to you. You know, so it's almost like having an open heart. You know, you, you need to listen, listen to your heart. Listening to your heart is focused on teaching you to understand really what's in your heart because until people really understand what's in their own hearts, they're often unable to even focus their attention on anyone else's because to put it bluntly, their own emotional baggage keeps coming up in their own conversations. So take a few minutes to just to sit down and ask yourself some questions, you know, like, am I worried about anything? Make a list of all things you're worried about. Am I feeling stressed or overwhelmed? What are the things that are making you feel stressed? You know, what are some of the destructive patterns that often surface up when you're trying to listen to somebody? For example, do you interrupt? Do you give bullshit advice? Do you try to fix other people's you know emotions? Because if you're doing these things, you're not listening to others and it's going to hurt you. So here are some exercises I want you to do. I want you to ask someone close to you what he or she enjoys most about his or her job. And as you listen, I want you to practice staying focused and fully attentive. Don't interrupt. Don't dive in with a bullshit story. 
Just simply listen, okay? And here's another practice I want you to do. When your spouse, when your husband or wife, your spouse comes home from work, or when you get together with a close friend this week, ask him or her to tell you the highlights of their day. Just say, hey, sweetheart, what are the highlights of your day? How was your day? And when your wife starts talking, invite them to tell you more. Hey, tell me more. That sounds so cool. Verbalize how deeply you appreciate them taking the time to share their thoughts and feelings. I dare you to do it. I dare. I want you to, to tr- really challenge yourself. Ask three people who are close to you to take like, like, a, like a grading survey of yourself. Say, hey, on a scale from one to 10, do you think I'm a good listening? Do, uh, do you think I'm good at listening? And just clarify, you need their help because you know you want to be a good listener and you're not sure how you come across as a good listener or not, okay? And I know it might, it might be scary. You know, you, you got to face the truth. <laughs> so, you know, just really think about it. Are you guilty of interrupting? Are you present when you talk? Are you, or are you just kind of texting and checking your email and looking at Instagram? So do you just dive in and tell your own stories? Do you give bullshit advice? Is your body language off? Are you defensive when you communicate? Do you disagree with others? Do people feel safe telling you how they feel? Okay, and this really is is big because you need to raise your self-awareness, okay? And people always say, well, what does it mean to be self-aware? So how do we become self-aware enough to understand our own shortcomings, right? How do you do that? Because self-awareness is not something I hear discussed a lot. And I believe it's important because if you're self-aware, and and let's just keep this really simple, okay? To be self-aware means you are aware of what's going on in your heart, okay? You know what's going on inside. So how you're coming across to others, you know, and where you might need to change, you you know that. You have a humble view of yourself and you recognize that you're not perfect. So why is it important to be self-aware? Because in a nutshell, I think you need to change for the better and you have to know your shortcomings. So if you're not a good listener, you have to know this. Okay. And I believe it truly is a heart issue and it's a tricky business. You know, understanding what's in your heart can be a bit tricky. You know, what's in my heart is to help you reach your full potential. What's in my heart is to help people slaughter their problems. You know, that's, that's deep, deep in my heart. You know, I start my day with the best intentions. Okay. But then a conversation happens and I find myself wanting to be viewed as the expert, right? Or acting as the the fact police, right? I can help you. And later I wonder, you know, where did those feelings come from? Or sometimes I'll get into an argument with my wife and the walls of of defense come up, right? And uh, this wall comes up. And when the wall comes up, guys, you know this, it really prevents you from hearing what your wife is saying, and with a lot of reflection, and I wonder, you know, why does that wall come up? Why do I build this wall up? You know, I, I should listen to my wife. And, you know, can you relate to this? You know, maybe your kids come home from school and begin the conversation with these words. Don't say no right away like you always do. Have you ever had no embarrassed this to you? Hey, don't say no. I know you're going to say no. Don't do it like you always do. Immediately when you hear that, your defense goes up and your listening ear tunes out. You know, it's before the first sentence even gets out, you've decided, nope. You know, my wife says that. She's like, David, don't say no right away, but I want to try this. And I'm like, my, my defense just goes up. You know, I, I've decided no is the right answer. And later you regret your decision, realizing that you might be sacrificing the relationship because you of your desire to have control, right? So 
If you walk in on a conversation at work where two of your coworkers are talking politics, this happened the other day at work. People were talking about Colin Kaepernick taking a knee during the national anthem, and they were saying, golly, he shouldn't be doing that. And one coworker said, no, I think it's good that he does do that. And I think when you throw caution to the wind, you dive in with your opinions and your interests and your insights and your preferences, though no one's even asked you, right? So you're dying to be viewed as this leader, but no one seems to be, no one seems to be willing to follow you, follow you. So could it be that they perceive you as someone not listening very well? Are you aware of how you come across? Because honestly, guys, it's impossible to be a good listener without developing a humble spirit. Think about it. When you're listening and fully engaged, you allow the other person to have all the attention. Listening is is like the number one thing you need to have on your agenda because it challenges you to let go of your need to share your opinions and your theories and your assumptions and, and, and all your thoughts, right? So that decision can only come from a heart of humility. So I want you to think about this. In conclusion, I want you to think about this. When you look at your car, there's a gas tank, right? You got E for empty, you got F for full, and there's a needle, right? So... The E stands for ego, okay? And the and the other side of the the other side of the of the deal will put H for humility, right? You need to have a humble spirit. You need to know that you can do better. So don't just throw the needle over to the E and have this huge ego and think, well, I know it all. I don't need to get better. I'm the best listener. I'm the best this, I'm the best that. You need to be humble and say, hey guys, I gotta do better. You know, Bill Belichick, the coach of the New England Patriots, he's arguably one of the best coaches in NFL history. He's got tons of Super Bowls, tons. He's he's the best. And he said, I can do better. He has this humble heart. And humility starts with self-awareness. Understanding both your strengths and your weaknesses, you're able to commit to personal growth. So the idea of growing in our strengths, you know, it feels exciting, right? But personal growth in the area of our weaknesses, that shit's not exciting. So change will mean pain, okay? If we're going to become the listeners that God wants you to be, we've got to be able to admit our weaknesses only, only if you're brave enough, okay? So if you desire, you know, humility and how to get better, humility is the understanding of who you are and letting go of this need to flaunt all your, you know, your riches and your celebrity and your fame and, and you know, at the expense of others, You know, humility develops our lives. Listening to people develops our lives. It does. And and you have to be secure to do this. You really do because I don't have to prove people wrong or assert my opinion on anyone. Instead, I allow others to be the center of attention without even competing for the limelight. Does that make sense? You you know, I, I have a friend who's really successful and he always wants the limelight and I let him have it. And go ahead, show off your money, show off your car, show off your jet, and that's fine. But I'm a good listener, and people are drawn to that because I know the best way to become more self-aware is to learn to be a good listener. So in other words, listen to your heart, help people, and figure out what's going on inside your heart. Only then will you be able to change your behavior and achieve success. That's what 85 plus 15 is all about. What's going on in your heart? You know, what are you responding to in the world? Think through some of the recent conversations you've had with your family and your friends and your neighbors and your coworkers. You know, just think about, are they good talks? Are they bad talks? Are you responding in the right way? Are you telling your wife, hey, babe, you look awesome. I think you look beautiful. You you need to verbalize this, okay? 
I love you so much for listening to this podcast. I know I ran a little bit long today. If there's anything I can ever do to help you, please, all you have to do is call. My company is eager to help you. Just call 817-401-0572. Or you can email us. The company email address is david at stoutmotivation.com. I love you. God bless you. 85 plus 15 out.